You know how in school, in high school, <clears throat> you had to write book reports? Yes. And you hadn't read the book? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes that happens in adult life, too. Except I couldn't find the spark notes on this. There's a super summary. <laughs> the mm. spark notes. There is a super summary I did for look it. for spark notes. Mm. Super summary makes one. That's because it's not an academic book yet. I like... I I didn't read it because I prefer the way you tell stories. Oh, thank you. I actually yes. I think love that you are listening. A superior storyteller. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we have to start with the introduction. I'm Kate. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Hannah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate, and I'm Rachel, and I'm Hannah, and, and this, this is Feast Sheath and Shada. There, we made it. <laughs> okay. Also, thank you for joining us today on Feast, Sheath, and Shatter. Today, we will be going over Bloodmarked <laughs> by Tracy Dion. Yeah. It was not bad. It was good. Yeah. The, the first part was rough. Does the, it does it pick up right where Legendborn leaves off? Yeah, sort of. It's like maybe a couple weeks later. mm and she's in the lodge and she's all mad because everybody is out looking for Nick or patrolling because at the very end of the first book, Nick disappears. Mm -hmm. And she's been forced to stay behind because she doesn't know how to use her power. And so she keeps sneaking out and getting inexcusable. Sorry, getting through <laughs> two of the wards and then practicing her magic. And she's like, it's cool, uh, William, the one scion, follows me out there. So clearly he's my friend and he's not telling me not to. And Selwyn keeps telling her, like, he can't tell you no. You're literally the king and he has to do what you say. And you are forcing him to put himself in danger. And she's like, <laughs> I'm 16. Yeah. Yeah. So is Selwyn nice to her now? No. Oh. Or is he still like in his seventeen mean. years? I realized something while I was reading this book. He's actually eighteen. Just like oh, so her she he they can't date. Correct. Correctish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I, where things get weird. You know, <laughs> yeah. five hundred nineteen. Okay. Well, he's not five eighteen sixteen. Not nope. no not, not okay, okay. no. <laughs> Even though objectively the difference is far less, but um, he is—is is that an objective thing? No, I think that's just <laughs> legal, facts. legal facts. facts, legally. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, okay. So I got like two thirds of the way through this book, and I was texting a friend who's read it, and I was like, um, "Did they Selwyn, enjoy it?" She liked it, okay. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I said, um, "Someone is completely wasted in this book. He is completely wasted in this book. He needs to be like." In a book where everybody is 20 plus and he gets to be the like dark broody shadow daddy broody shadow daddy is exactly what he needs to be. But he's in this book and I'm like, I have <laughs> shadow daddy. You. I love that. Yeah, he needs to be the Lorcan in another high fantasy book is what he needs to be. And instead, he's people love him in his character. Book. Yeah, because he's a great character. And Bree could be a cool character, but I'm back to the same problem I had with the first book, which is, why is She's everyone 16? She turns 17 in this book. Yay. So there, it's it's a young adult book. It's a young adult book. I think you could have had them young adult and have them all be 18 plus. Yeah. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. with the subject matter that we deal with, because we go even more into, like... The difference between the, quote, colonizer magic and the rootcraft magic that she can also use. And we actually go to a plantation that um, descendants of enslaved people purchase and, like, create this safe haven 
for people who are running from the order. Mm. And it's a really cool idea. And I really love the world that she builds. But I, it just, I can't imagine reading this as a 16-year-old and appreciating everything that she's putting into this book. Mm. I mean, I, can, I think a 16-year-old could grasp the complexity of like the power structure, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like kids these days are way more in tuned than other people. In other times. Old. In other times. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, maybe not me as a 16-year-old, but yeah. like, uh, there. I don't know. We just deal with a lot of really heavy topics. And I don't know. I think it's great that she wrote it. I think it's a great book. I just don't think it's the book that we all clicked with, obviously, because right. and maybe when you do read it, we can do an update. Yeah. See how you feel about it. I thought about just pretending that I had and seeing how far I could get along in this discussion <laughs> without actually having read just, it just just to test my own skills at bullshitting bullshitting bullshittery yeah that would have been interesting yeah i thought about it then you could have been the character that's lie. like lying to everybody yeah. yeah yeah and then we all get mad at you and we have to break up for a little while well, you would never know and then we I realize tell you you were only lying for our best interest and then we bring you back wait it's a book. <laughs> no, yeah. This is every book Did we've we read, the last three this? books we've read. <laughs> Did you feel betrayed and then realize that I really loved you? Yes. The third act breakup. Thank you so much, Anna. Yeah. Um, we start this, this whole book opens kind of, um, first we have the thing where she goes out of the wards and she's practicing or whatever. And then the regents and the king's guard. So like the mage guard, the like high up Merlins all show up. And they save her life because she gets attacked by this pack of foxes, the like evil demon foxes. And uh, she has to flee up this tree and they find her in this tree. And so she's having this whole conversation from this tree with this huge group of people that have just <laughs> saved her life. And they're basically like, well, Selwyn let you do this. He let you go out. He let you get into trouble. And so we're going to arrest him. And she's like, no, no, I did it by myself. And he's like, no, no, actually, I should have stopped you and you wouldn't stop. And that's actually my fault. And so, yes, I'm going to go to prison for you. And anyway, then he ends up fleeing and they're like, OK, well, let's go ahead and do the king thing where we make you king right now and we'll just get that out of the way. And then we can all get back to our lives because war is coming. And so they get her to pull a scalibur from the stone and do the ceremony. And like halfway through the ceremony, they drug her and take her to this thing called the Institute. And they make it so she can't use her powers. And so she ends up at the Institute for a while. And then it turns out there's a subgroup in the order, the um, lieges, lieges that we talked about last time, who are the people who have retired from active service have like a group because they don't actually trust the regents and they break her out. And then somebody tries to, everybody's trying to kill her the whole book. And she ends up going to this place called the um, Crossroads Lounge or Crossroads. Yeah. The Crossroads Lounge, which is actually like a little lounge at this crossroads, kind of like you go to the crossroads to get, to do a bargain with the devil. Yeah. yeah. Like in Supernatural. Correct. And we find out that, like, the world of magic is far bigger. It's not just rootcraft people and order people. Sure. It's people who come and bargain power from demons or bargain away things for other gain. And there's actually, like, a huge community of people that can interact with magic who are not bound by either rules. And we actually meet another person kind of like Selwyn whose name is either... I think it's Valchek or Valchez or Valek uh, for short or V for short. <laughs> and Brianna gets another. No. She gets another nickname no. in this book. And it's Maddie for her last name, which is Matthews. So she now has three nicknames. Good. Yeah. And he's pretty cool because he's actually like half demon, half human. He's not like Sal who has like a tiny bit, which... Again, Selwyn's tiny bit of demon ancestry 
is an incubus. Yes. That's cool. Which is cool. Sounds like another shadow daddy I know. Were we working with (laughs) a like 18 plus group, Mm -hmm. but instead we throw this incubus in and we have a couple of near misses with our 16 year old character, which he's 18 and she's 16. And yeah, it happens. That's fine. But like, I don't want to, I don't know. It, It made me feel like, oh, I'm glad we just stopped at kissing. Yeah. And yet I want someone in a char- in a book where I don't want him to stop at kissing. Like yeah. I want him transposed into a world where I feel okay about the way she writes this. I don't know how to describe this. He's a he's the type of character I would normally really ha- be happy to find in a romance because I'm like, "Oh good, the the dark broken one. That's my favorite." And yet <laughs> he's in this book where I don't want him to be with anybody. And he ends up he doesn't have Nick, and the only way he can hold himself in balance is by protecting Nick, and he doesn't have Nick to protect. So he's, like, slowly becoming more demon throughout the whole book. Ooh. And at the end, he gives up all of his humanity to save her because she – Arthur is like, hey, if you just, like, let me in. I'll teach you how to use all of my powers. Like, you don't have to learn. I already know. I'll tell you how to do it. And she's like, uh-uh. And she tells him no all the way through the book until the very end. And she finally lets him in. And he's like, ha got you. And so he ends up taking over her body. <laughs> and they have to get her body back. And so to get her body back and put her back in it, he gives up his humanity. And that's where we end the book. So do you – there is going to be another There's another book one. Coming. It's coming out in 2025. This one came out in 2022. So. Wow. A year ago in November. Which is kind of like the opposite of what we've talked about before about authors just like well, throwing them out. Spitting them out. Authors These are that so are complex with good, like reasonable publishers mm-hmm. know that it takes a long time to, to put write out a good, a good book. book. Yeah. yeah. Like anyone other than Red Tower, like Bloomsbury's not going to put out a shit book. Yeah. Right. They're going to want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So sounds like she's got an edit. Like, it takes time to yeah, write the book. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's complicated. And also, <laughs> I <laughs> just because we're here, it is so often that I feel like a lot of times when people are new to reading, right? Yeah. Like, say, a, a, a particular book about dragons reawakened your love for reading. Right. And then all of a sudden, you have to wait for another book. People who read stories know what it feels like to wait. It is a part of being a a reader to have to wait. Imagine if you got Red Throne of Glass in 2008 (laughs) or 12. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine if you were a Philip Rothfuss reader. Oh, my God. Or a um, Game of Thrones reader. Yeah, you wait. You wait decades. And you might not ever get the end of your damn book. Yeah. Yeah, That's... And you just learn to wait. Like, we're not going to get an end to some of these books. So... Yeah. I am like... I mean, maybe it's because I'm, you know fucking 40 now but it's like i want to wait i would rather wait for a better book for a better book yes i yeah. would rather wait and i see so many people being like yeah i'm gonna wait well you you're gonna wait yeah you're gonna you read have something to wait. else in the meantime and you should want to wait yeah for a good book you shouldn't have you shouldn't be sad that the third fourth wing isn't coming out in january right <laughs> like let Where's the bitch the third cook one? because yeah. Sorry, she's. I don't mean bitch as in like yeah. a derogatory way. I mean the book, in like a the third book, bitch. the third book. Let yeah. it cook. Let yeah. it brew. Let her come to the story on her own. Don't rush an author. Yeah, Tracy it, Dion isn't writing one of these every year. No way. And even if she's always thinking about it, it takes time for her to find the story. Yeah, and this and, is complex. Right, and it was everything felt intentional every time we moved to the next area nothing felt like we were shoehorning the characters into the next section Mm -hmm. i got frustrated with brianna but that's because she's a good character and she's acting accordingly according to to her maturity level yes and yet i was meant to feel frustrated yes you're supposed to feel that and part of like arthur is actually keeping her from being able to use her magic so we're supposed to feel that frustration because that's what arthur wants her to feel it's what she wants the reader to feel because she wants her to get so frustrated she lets him in right 
And like there's no other way. Right. Right. And it, it makes a lot of sense. And of course, my complaint is just the age level, but it's still a good book. Right. It's still fine. It's just my personal discomfort with reading these situations with characters that are so young. Right. Yeah, that is that is um, that's a great point. And I think mm -hmm. that comes back if we're like circling back to why it was really hard to cling to the story. It's if you aren't able to read something that you don't feel invested in, then like it's like your brain doesn't work. Right. Sorry. Is that you? Yeah, it's fine. It's like trying to watch a TV show that's boring. Right. You're not going to keep reading. You're not going to keep watching the television show if you don't like it. I say if you don't like the book, it's hard to keep reading it. And yeah. that's fine. It's okay to not finish TV shows and books. And it's not because we didn't, I mean, this was the wrong book, at, maybe the right book at the wrong time. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think there would be a time that um, once we, well, after we get through our um, Akatar reread next year, um, <laughs> <laughs> brushes. <hair. laughs> I was waiting for the right time to bring that up. <laughs> Wait, we didn't read it with Hannah. So. I know. That's yeah, why right. I'm like, we got to. Sorry, I don't mean to be so intense. I'm sorry. Let me bring it down. I haven't had my ADHD meds in a minute. So I'm like super hyperactive. <laughs> As, yeah, it doesn't go away. No. <laughs> you didn't get better? I didn't heal. Like antibiotics? Yeah, I didn't. You didn't heal It didn't, it didn't go away. <laughs> what? Um, but yeah, I would love to revisit that, you know, and I will read it on my own time. I just got another credit today uh, yay. on Audible, so I might I might pick it up. Mm. I almost texted you. I went. I, I logged in. I snuck into Hannah's Audible to see if she had the second one, but she don't. No, no, because we decided we didn't like the audiobooks of this one. I wasn't yeah, a huge because fan. I was like, I have to see it the words of this so book. Yeah, I've been. I started Iron Flame. I can't imagine listening to that like the audiobook. Of Iron Flame. I did fine with it's that. It's fine, but, it, but it's not the best. I did fine because I know the characters. So mm. once you're once you already understand a world and you're not trying to like you already you already know your characters and you already understand your world, it's much easier. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that and and that's what's so hard with audible books is that when you're trying to get into a world and a new universe via an audible book, it can it can be hard. Yeah, it can be really hard. Um, oh, we do find out there's a shadow court back to the this ooh, book. I love ooh. a court. Yeah, I love shadow a court. Court, a court of shadows. And <laughs> yes, and Arthur defeated the king like forever ago. So is Arthur a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, he is out for his own ends. Oh, so it's like an analogy. Yeah, of other white dudes. Yes, mm. got it. Yep, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, I love that. I'm reading it. It's good. And I won't tell you who the Shadow King is then. But does, is it does Morgan? No. Is we it do find is an Morgaine, Arthurian though. legend character? Um, No. Oh, okay. Just a random guy. Yeah. But it will ruin it if you tell us? No. But I know you guys don't like spoilers. And if you're going to read it, I won't spoil it for you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Because it's kind of the reveal at the end. Uh, it's the... It's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hook for the next book. Okay. Yep. Because we find out more about the pact that her ancestor made. Because her ancestor made that deal. Uh-huh. One daughter at a time for oh, all time. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. For them to be able to have all those powers. But um, she meets Valchez. And he his whole purpose is like he moderates deals between demons to make sure that everybody stays on like legal terms <laughs> like he calls it uh unsanctioned sanctioned and unsanctioned deals. yeah he's like a judge mm. he's like a, he's a referee a broker kind yeah, of yeah he's a broker yeah and so he <clears throat> he makes sure that everybody you know stays make sure that there's not unclear wording that can be misinterpreted mm. kind of like if you were trying to make a bargain with the fae and somebody showed yeah. up and was like no no that's not how you want to word need that to, we yeah. need to add some sub clauses yeah here. we need to yeah. lock that down because yeah. they're going to take advantage this is of you here way too vague yeah right right that'd be helpful you know what she's going to do She's going to say <laughs> she doesn't have to release you. <laughs> I was talking about Amarantha. It's fine. I know. I know. Okay. But he mentions that sometimes when you make a deal like that, you don't specify who you're making the deal with. Someone will show up and make a deal with you that you don't want to make the deal with. And 
that's what happened to Vera. No. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do they find Nick? They do by the end. Okay. Yeah. And is she not in love with him anymore? Well, she is. She is. So is it a love triangle? A bit love triangle-y. With Selwyn and Nick? Which, again, I'd be all like, what? Choose! I'd be so excited. And yet, yet, here we are. Everyone's 16. children. Like like, you dirty old woman stuff asking for these people to all be together. Yeah, so we... (laughs) It was like the singing of the why choose. I think this is a really great place to insert this conversation that I was going to bring up tonight anyways. I don't, you guys aren't spending 14 hours a day on TikTok like I am. It's a, it's a really low period for mm-hmm. me. But there's this thing that happened on TikTok in the last book talk in the last week where these, a bunch of book talk ladies, um, you know, a lot of the dark romance girls like masks or yeah. helmets. Mm-hmm. And they found this little motorcyclist who, with a motorcycle, and they started making all these comments. In his comment section, like, ooh, book talk, here we are, la, la, la. And they started making some really inappropriate comments. And Mm. this was a 16-year-old child. No. Ooh. Yeah. It was a 16-year-old child. I didn't even go to it because it grossed me out. I didn't really learn about it. I only saw the TikToks of women talking about it. Uh Uh-huh. But I think there is this thing that happens when we are are always talking about – I mean, this entire podcast – is spicy in nature and smutty in nature. And I think this thing happens where it becomes so normal for us. When we go to these YA books, Mm. it's hard to To go back. To put the brakes on. Yeah. And then there's this collective saying, well, not everything has to be spicy. Not everything has to be smutty. You don't always have to have, you know, you can fade to black. You can just kiss. You can. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's just such a, that's a great point with these books is when that is what entertains you, and that's what you, when you expect from entertainment. Yeah, and that's not there. Can you even read the book? I, I could not. <laughs> <laughs> I could, and that's not. probably not. That's not entirely why. It's been a rough month. Yeah, it's and a it difficult just, season of it's your a life. Difficult season. Difficult but, season for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I think that's happening in the world. Is that skirt scalloped? Yeah, neat. Um. But, yeah, I I wanted to bring that up because I think that's so relevant to the kinds of books that we're typically reading, the kind of women that we are, like what we like to read. But we won't – we don't do dark romance. No. And we probably won't do dark romance on this book. And I enjoyed it without it. I just found myself wishing that I was in a situation where that was going to happen. But Mm -hmm. I I know it's not going to, and I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It was just like, dang, I wish they were like 20 and up. It's really hard to connect with kids. Yeah. And and when even in at 16 and 17, when you are a a young adult, like you are actually still a child, Mm -hmm. like a little kid. Well, your frontal lobe isn't even fully developed. I mean, even till 25. Yeah. They say people with ADHD, it's not until your 30s. Did you know that? You're peaking. You peaked. <laughs> I peaked <laughs> five years ago. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it just, I, I think it's hard to connect sometimes um, with younger folk. Yeah. And to be aware and of what our expectations are. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel sad for the little kid. With the motorcycle helmet yeah. that got harassed. That's by, so. And it was like dark romance people. Yeah. I mean, that's something where we have a lot of fun with it and I enjoy our conversations about it, but we have to realize that like the book boyfriends, the seven foot tall, meaty, beefy, giant dick dudes, that's <laughs> the same as having like women in armor with nothing but bras and panties and. Like, that's the same kind of objectification that happens to women. Yeah, but you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to I'm gonna push a little bit on that. Those men are never just that. Yeah. And society, they're not yes. two-dimensional characters. They're not pigeonholed in the same way that women are because it's not as endemic in our society as women objectification is. Right. But 
we have to be careful that in finding our feet as like vocal sexual beings, we don't flip the script. And objectify young kids, like yeah. young dudes. Yeah. Man. Sorry, Hannah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Like, resand. Let's just take the bat boys. Resand. Yeah. Resand. <laughs> the bat boys are a great example. They are fully fleshed out characters. They are not just the emotional intelligence. They're more emotionally mature because they're 500. Yeah. And, you know, with that much time comes maturity. Yeah. Hopefully. Mostly. Usually. Right. But, yeah, I, I think about that a lot. And is is it somebody called Spicy Books porn the other day? And, you know, I already have a hard time with that. I'm like, yeah. no, it isn't. Mm-mm. But I always think about it like, is it like... Is it? No. There are some. Oh, so like the Necromancer's Bride. (laughs) I would probably slot more towards the porn end of the spectrum. Yeah. Than towards the like literary spice side of the spectrum. Right. Because there weren't really characters. It was like the plumber showed up at the house. Yes. And oops, he forgot his pants. (laughs) Like that's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then there was the flubber. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, look, I seem to have made this thing that will allow you to masturbate. Here you go. And so, I mean, that was... The (laughs) flubber. The flubber. So that was more, if I had to classify anything I've read, we've read as porn, maybe that. Definitely. But it's like having... Yeah, and it felt like that. That was also our only book with butt stuff. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But, I mean, to me, like, okay, so the point of that book was the sex. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the books that we read, the point isn't the sex. Yeah. The point is the characters. And we're happy they're getting together because we want to see these characters be happy and be intimate. Yes. And Yay. also watch them doing it. Yeah. But that's not, you know, where I'm getting with this yes. is like, yeah, it's like watching a movie, like an R rated movie. Yeah. Where we might have, like, if you watch the 70s movies, there's far more sex in 70s movies than there are in today's movies. And so you would have more graphic sex scenes. So to me, really? it feels more. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Go watch Carrie, like the opening to the original Carrie. It's like full on nude teenagers. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, God. Like I do remember that. Great nudity. Like, I like, do not remember like 16 year old, 17 year olds. Yeah. In the, oh, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Like with Sissy Spacek. Yeah. yeah. Straight nudity. And so it, like I read a really good article about like the death of the American sex scene. And how we had, like, we had very graphic sex scenes. And so for a while we went away from it, you know, in books, in movies, in everything. And now we're, like, veering back. Yeah, because it's, like, what is artful and what is gratuitous? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember seeing um, Jerry Maguire. There was a sex scene in that. And I remember being younger and being like, oh, interesting. Yeah. And just when is it necessary and when is it not? But what's great, what what I think the connection to the books and reading about it is, is you're not just watching it, you're also feeling the... Yeah, you're seeing it from the character's point of view. And it's an emotional connection. Like, it's that turkey, remember how I read the turkey wear turkey? Yeah, stuffed. The stuffed wear turkey? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, stuff, yeah. (laughs) That book, it, a dude, a person, a, a dude wrote that. Yeah. And it was literally just... Sex and they didn't even have like a romantic attraction. I was like, this is awful. Yeah, because I don't give a shit. I don't. I'm not there for the P and the V, or the P and the whatever, or the V and the V, or the whatever. Yeah, I am there for the emotional connection that makes that bonding extra magical. Right. I am not here for you. I don't want to just watch it. Which is why I wouldn't classify it as porn. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, because it's an emotional attachment. Yeah. And the the relationships aren't fun without the love. Yes. Stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was like 10 pages long. Oh you should God. read it. 10 okay. pages. <laughs> I'll read it at work tomorrow. It feels like one of those things uh, that dude was like, oh, don't get paid hourly. You get, aren't you like an employee? Sure am. What? It's yeah. fine. For now. You know, if you give 75% <laughs> Until I get some caught reading stuffed <laughs> on my work computer. <laughs> yeah. You 
know, if you give 100% all the time, then when they want more, you got to give 120. But if you ride at a solid 75, exactly. then when they want more, you've only got to crank it up to 85. That's or a very 90. strategic way of approaching work life. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's smart. I hope my boss doesn't listen to this episode. He doesn't, but his wife does. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm sure Hannah's always at 110. <laughs> always. 100%. Of, 100%. 110% of the time. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. And so I think maybe that I'm trying to bring this back to Blood Marked because. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember that book? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think this one was really worth reading for a different reason from what we normally read books for. So there's no spice. There's some kind of there's some kissing which she does a really good job describing and if you just squint a little and mm-hmm. pretend they're a little bit older it, you can make it through it and what i thought was really amazing about this book is i loved reading a book from a person of color author who had a person of color main character two main characters and we have several situations where like they go into a uh, a gas station in georgia and they're white, the white guy with them is allowed to use the bathroom and she's not. Um, well. And he's like, okay, well, why not? And she's like, no, we're not going to – this isn't – she's like, it's a war and we don't need to win this battle right now. Like we yeah. just need to go. And they have a line later where he's like, well, you know, I was born into this fight, like the fight with the order. And she's like, um, we were all born into fights. Like we were all born into wars. Mm. Yeah. And – I loved having that point of view that I could live in for a while yeah, and not feeling like this is a white person pretending they know what it's like. Like I'm actually getting to ride along on that. And I really found that to be like just a wonderful part of this book. Like super compelling. Super compelling because I was like a thank you. Like this is a point of view I don't get to live in. And I am it felt very authentic to me because it is authentic. Right. And there's a scene where they go to Volition and like, she's the only one allowed in the house. The other people in her group are not allowed in the house. Cause they're like, sorry, but only people who are descended from enslaved people can come in this house because like, that's what the ancestors have decided and we have to respect them. Right. And they all do. They're like, cool, no problem. And then she gets um, handcuffed or like chained just off the property and there's like an earthquake because they're like never again like nobody on this land will ever be chained again Mm. and you're just like wow this is such an like i i absolutely love this and i'm so thankful that it's not a white person writing it right does that make sense yeah Yeah. yes yes yeah i got chills over that it was really good that whole scene was like okay i really like this because it's a very i love how much more her magic is about um asking and about consent instead of taking instead of taking and it's about connecting with her past and with her ancestors and there's a part where they're trying to track her ancestry because they're trying to figure out if there's any other scions of arthur but they can't because all of her ancestors past a certain point are only first names Mm. because she's descended from enslaved people and they didn't record their last names right and so it's like she can't connect with her own past just in the way I could, where I could go back and have like, I could go on ancestry.com and figure out where I came from in Scotland and whatever, mm-hmm. but she can't because there's no way to track it because at a certain point her entire history was uprooted and put in a new place and then just not recorded. Right. And, but she has this very visceral connection to her ancestors be through her magic and through the land that she's on and through the people around her. And it's just a really cool idea. And I think it's a wonderful world building like technique for Tracy Dion to use to incorporate all of this. Maybe we can revisit it another time. We absolutely can. I mean, the next one's going to come out in 2025. So we could even do it as a lead I'll be up ready to then. that. I'll be ready. You'll be ready? <laughs> I'll be ready. I think we were mentally, we had all been prepared to read two other books. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we switched direction, which is fine. Um, and now we're going to switch direction back and hopefully that clears the clog and mm-hmm. we can all like reconnect maybe with, hopefully because christmas city is what's after december so, so the excited. twinkle just came back in kate's <laughs> she's like christmas city look i already bought house of sky and breath see 
I've been staring at it this so entire time. So beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> She's so pretty. Yeah. Well, I want to do that. So we'll reread again. Yeah. I'll read oh, yeah. them. We're going to come back to come these. Back to- you just needed an unchallenging book right now because when life is challenging, you don't want to be challenged in fiction too. Correct. Yeah. I, I, think, I think a lot of it was I just didn't have the bandwidth to immerse in something new. Yeah, something new and very complex. Yeah. Yeah, you had to learn a whole new world for this one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of cult documentaries. and I'm They're like, so good. Oh, it would man. not work on me. Oh, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> it works so good on me. I'm like created for cult life. Uh, yeah. It's the Aquarius and the Pisces all blended together, plus mm-hmm. that Taurus loyalty. I'm just like, I just want to be in this cult. Can I be, Can I help stir the Kool-Aid, please? Yeah. I want to believe in something. I want to feel connected. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also you wouldn't be in a cult that, um, you know, was horrible to certain groups of individuals. You would, I just don't see you drinking yeah. that Kool-Aid. Yeah. Mm-mm. But that's the thing that cults do that's so harmful is that the harm isn't as all. It's not apparent. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. It's very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize the harm oftentimes until you're away from it and you're looking at the decision-making processes. And you're True. like, oh, yeah, that was pretty harmful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know. They trick you. They get you. It always starts – with a have you been guys been watching the twins the twin yeah flames i watched one? the twin flames so one. <laughs> i listened to that that was a podcast i listened to that podcast and then there's two documentaries out about it i think mm. and it's crazy those people are crazy and they're still out there you mean the two the leaders yeah the leaders yeah, shalia and jeff yeah or whatever he yeah. is insane i haven't seen any of that, that there's one on netflix and i was like the first time Jeff spoke to me like that, I'd be so fucking done. <laughs> I know. Like, he. I will burn the shit down. I am done. <laughs> like flip the table over. Yeah. I would love to see somebody try. <laughs> just try with Rachel. That, it's like, that just smile try. right there where it just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, oh, right. She's a Sagittarius. Yeah. It's not <laughs> happening, <laughs> friend. <laughs> When she goes alien on everybody. Matt calls yes. it, I think you'll find. Because I, <laughs> I, when find. I'm on the phone, he can tell I'm mad when I'll go, I think you'll find. And it means like, <laughs> I'm I'm right. And we're all going to figure that out by Let's the end of this Let's figure phone. out yeah. how I'm right together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's his aggressive asserti- assertion of authority yeah. is gross. Yes. And it's very... He was like he. I don't. The fact that he doesn't see himself as a predator. Yeah, and is and is like he's preying on people who just want to be loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, and yeah. it is. I, he doesn't even know he's doing it. Like the lack of self awareness is crazy. To be so spiritual and untouched, and then to come up with like to think that you're the second coming. Yeah. To think you're a deity of some sort and then just immediately go into showing a journalist your new Porsche. That's yeah. That's a mental illness. Yeah. That's gotta be. Uh, I'd call it something else. It's a straight white dude guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a guy, just a mediocre man. Who's never been told no in his whole life. Yeah. And he's just looking for power. Yep. Just looking for riches. That boys will be boys. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I know. Anyway, we read a book. <laughs> we did read a book. <laughs> it wasn't about cults. Kind of was about cults. The order was a bit of yeah, a cult. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, the order. It sounds scary. It's pretty. It's dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting real tired of the bad guy that's just bad because they're a bad person. Uh, I don't. You know, that's kind of what bad guys are. Uh, no, sometimes. <laughs> so I'm not wait, sure. Wait, wait, wait. We can get sometimes. away from You like a good villain where you can almost believe in. You like yeah, Thanos. Like you like the Thanos. Gray. Thanos. Yeah, I like the, in my own eyes, I'm doing the right thing. Villain. And you can almost get on board. <laughs> yeah. Except for my choice is to murder two trillion people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my means are shit. 
Right. But my ends, ends are yeah. un- understandable. The ends justify the means guy. Yeah. The Machiavellian. Yeah. I think it's just because we're reading two, I'm reading too many in a row where it's like the young character and then the person in authority you, is mean to them just because. I was going to say, you in particular do not do authority in any way. You do no. not like to be told what to do. <laughs> Even if I was like, hey, Rachel, can I have this thing? And you're like, yeah, I'll get it to you. And I was like, hey, Rachel, when you get a minute, can I have this thing? Kate, I told you I was going to give you the thing. Now you're not getting it. Now you're not getting it. <laughs> like, you don't. I haven't done that in real life. Have I done that to yeah, you? Yeah, it's okay, though. I realized I was being annoying. Oh, when you were asking for, for a video? video. Oh, yeah. I probably wasn't trying to be abrupt. It's okay. You don't have to apologize. Okay. I was being annoying. I was doing the thing that I don't like. I was saying, this is, let me, let me, let me set the scene. Rachel and I are kind of tag teaming. I'm doing some, I'm trying to do some of the feast, she's shatter, like TikTok stuff. It's really hard. I'm not, it's fine. It's fine. I do, I I don't know how to brand. I'm not, that's not my, who I do. You just just do Kate and then other, either other people get it or they they don't don't, get it. Right. Yeah. But Rachel makes these really great videos, the reels for Instagram. So I was like, in my mind, like on Canva and things, it's super easy. You already have it downloaded. So she just has to like send it over. But the, our phones aren't compatible. <laughs> oh. So in my mind, it's just like a hit sense and blah, blah, blah. So I, hey, send me this when you get a minute. A couple days go by. Hey, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, can you send me this when you get a minute? And she, and she's like, yeah, I'll send it soon. And then I, I think I might have asked you two more times. And I realized that <laughs> it was just like not something. It's not an assignment. I was excited about posting it. And I was like, okay, I'm just reminding you, gentle nudge. <laughs> you were going to send me this thing. And you did it. And then Rachel was like, Kate, I will send it over when I have a chance. And I was like, oh, oh. I forgot. Sad yeah. Rachel. Does not let. That's why you don't want to work for anybody. No, I'm not good at it. I know, and that's okay. You don't have to be. And I we don't knew, want you to be. I no. knew in that moment. I was like, I am being annoying, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was annoyed. Uh, maybe not, but I realized, like, oh, I am putting a like expectation on you that you aren't ready for and you don't want, and you'll do it when you have time. Well, sometimes I just don't. Yeah, I haven't had time yet, and I'm letting you know. I I remember. I'm going to get to and it. And I'm just reminding just you I don't have yet. it yet. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but the authority thing, it is annoying. Yeah. It is annoying, and I can see how that is especially annoying for you. Yeah. Especially when they're, like, the worst. Yeah. You they're know, meant to inspire rage. And so if you're opposite, uh, what is it, authoritatively defiant? Uh, pathological demand avoidance. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's even more so. Yeah. And young kids at schools, there's always going to be that character. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. That's why you don't like schools. And it was when the you main, don't like and then books. the main character's not. <laughs> school books. They just do schools. it. Schools. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a bad employee. But you're okay? a great boss. <laughs> I'm a pretty good boss. So yeah. You've got boss. to be the boss. Yeah. You're a very fair manager. You have leadership qualities. And so. <laughs> but not follower qualities. Oops. It's okay. I can. I can. I can do it. I can do it. You don't have to you do it. You don't have to because you're in front. I, yeah. Yeah. I you're mean, a trendsetter uh, uh, on one Instagram. Of, <laughs> one of the signs of le- a good leader is someone who can also be led. But you don't have to be in you don't you don't have to be in those roles in your life i think you'll Mm-mm. find <laughs> <laughs> that he always goes, you do oh, just no. <laughs> if you ask him he'll say that he'll go yeah i think you'll find <laughs> <laughs> it's such a subtle smart way yeah and i think i'm going to use it in I'm the real world to, let's try to use it. it this week okay yeah, i'm go. gonna That's use it homework. the next time somebody is yelling at me on the phone i think you'll find yeah that you are a piece of shit. <laughs> and and then I'll know, cry myself to sleep that you don't night. Know what you're you doing. just have to stay calm and reasonable after you say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I that's think you'll trick. find. That's going to be my. That I fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But I totally get that. And back to back books of young adults yeah, in dark, colleges. I think we need to start rethinking YA. Yeah. I think we could 
clear. We could easily just say like YA is not our thing. It's we tried not our it. thing. We our name our is literally words that represent sexual acts. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't remember. I didn't know these were YA. They're so I didn't either. Chunky, and I just mm-hmm. thought they were. And you know what? It's funny. I I do love books like this. Like if it's a fantasy series, I have read it. I've read Sanderson, Ruthless, like Le Guin, like all the big ones. Yeah, I love those stories. But I have in the last year not been in that phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think about I want to redo the Stormlight Archives. And I was like, oh, maybe we should do Sanderson. But no way. Uh-uh. No fucking way. I'm not going to ask Rachel to do that. But I really do think we should be sticking to like romanticies. Well, we almost have to – because the line is between YA and like regular fantasy is so blurry. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I can almost understand why we didn't get this was YA right away because like I read YA, I read young, I read elementary fiction. I just finished um, Twilight. <laughs> oh. And Hannah's favorite series of all time is I, YA. I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's fun, but there's like a tone in YA that I'm totally okay with. And then when we start getting like, I'm still YA age, I'm still YA themes. But I'm throwing in these much more like adult fantasy themes. Like I think if Brianna had, if she and the other characters had chemistry, but not sexual chemistry, I would have been totally fine with it. Mm -hmm. But once we started towing the line of sexual chemistry, I have a hard time separating. Am I reading a YA book? You know what I mean? Like there's a tone in YA that I look for. Yeah. And this had a mature fantasy tone with YA themes. And so that's why to me it felt like, oh my God, I want Selwyn in another book. I want to read a book where he actually gets to be the like shadow daddy love interest where I am looking forward to the moment where we finally get over the fact that we kind of hate each other, but it's only because we've loved each other this entire time. And I really (laughs) want you to get together. That's what I've, because because that tone was leading me there and I knew we weren't going to get there. Mm -hmm. And so to me it felt like, ugh, like great. i Almost like the frustrations of adolescence. Yes. But I'm trying to, you know, like Harry Potter has a tone. At no yeah. point are you expecting their to Hermione be Hermione and Ron to do it? Never. Oh, speaking of, well, I'll bring that in another point. Yeah. I read Manacled. The yeah. whole thing? Yep, the whole thing. Yeah, but I, I think we like... just need to make sure we stick to, like, fantasy that isn't. I actually have uh, several, like, really good series that I think that would fit our genre and no dark academia no for no, rachel no no dark academia please no and that, that, that's like ninth house i wouldn't ask you to read that yeah. i think i think a couple series that we will really thrive in that are like our shit are the um blood and steel which is good good fantasy with adult romance and then a dark window i think you'll really like that book i know we've brought it up or did we talk about doing Blood and Ash? We did talk about doing Blood and Ash. But right. Blood and Ash is like a six-book series, mm-hmm. while these are like two-book yeah, series. Yeah, it's getting a little. That I think would be. Was Blood and Ash the one with Poppy? Yeah, yes. Poppy yeah. and Castile. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. But I think these other series are well. newer. <laughs> They're shorter. Yeah. They do what we like. Mm-hmm. They do what, the magic systems are amazing. Um. I really think a dark window would be like really. I think everybody would really enjoy it. It's a okay. really good book. Yeah. Um, and it does what we like it to do. Um, not as often. Gets off, where we want it to go. But it's more of a story. Yeah. Than it is. There are some fruition moments. Mm-hmm. But it's a good, good. book. I imagine. read. Um, I read. It was just two. I think. I think there's a third one, but it kind of goes off. With different characters, so really you could just read the first two, and it was a Kindle Unlimited, um, and I read it twice because I really liked it. I think you guys might like it. What is it? Um, you loved it. I loved it. Um, <laughs> um, bridge. Um, the, oh, the bridge, bridge Kingdom. The Bridge Kingdom. I've read those. Yeah, I've read. They're those. fun. Yeah, they're fun. They're kind of short. Yeah. I have read And those. there's only two Sarah. of them. Isn't the girl's name Sarah? Maybe. S- S-E-R-A? Yes, yeah. And and there's, it's actually, 
There's two books about one couple. Yeah. And then there's two books about another okay, couple. Okay, you're right. And Audible made the Audible books mm-hmm. free. They're on their like right. membership. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. That's a great that's a great series. Yeah. That fits right into our thing. They probably use the words shatter, sheath, and feast. I think they use all constantly. <laughs> feast, that needs to shatter. be the spectrum. Yeah. Are these words going to get used in this book? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was good. I think I'm I'm glad we forayed a little bit in October because we got our like mm-hmm. And we can still do our smutty ass. Yeah, we got our short, cozy whatever. I mean, I think morning it was glory. A, it's a good like. Here's our boundings. Like, yeah, here's our upper bracket of like. We'll read books that are like Minotaur sex. Yeah, but maybe we don't read those every month. No, sure. and then we really this is the lower boundary of like they've got to be not YA. And so now we know, like, here's where we don't want to go below, mm-hmm. and here's where we don't want to go I above. I really think the spectrum needs to be, are the words in the title <laughs> of the podcast used the way we mean them to be used in the book? <laughs> but we'd have to read them first. If someone wants to volunteer to read them first. I mean, I feel like the books that I want to cover, I have read and would like to read again. And okay. I just like them because they are so much a part of that romanticy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, One Dark Window, A Dark Window... Or I think it's one dark window is like a great universe with really interesting magic that has some adult adultness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then blood and steel is fantasy. A lot of the tropes we see before, but with some smutty ass shit, some smut smut, spicy spice actually. Yeah, I think smut is a little different. Spicy. You know, yeah. I think I'll go on our little Google sheet and make some suggestions because I have not done the that Bridge yet. The Bridge Kingdom is a great book to read. I'm that put is that something on that there. a lot of people have read. You guys are both welcome to. I'm fill just up terrified the sheet. that yeah, we read something that's okay. terrible because I suggested it. Yeah, just do your and just tell me what to read. And okay, I'll read is that okay? It. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but you're doing a lot. But you're okay reading this stuff. Yeah, and it will no more schools for a minute. Give Rachel a school break. Well, because well, I'm in school after, in Iron Flame. Again. Yeah, after Iron Flame. Yeah, we'll take a break from school. Yeah, That's until Kaya. we do a Harry Potter reread. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. No or stu- read for the first time. Our first read. So let me say, Manicold. Uh, was it good? Yeah, it was a lot. I really. I feel sad that it can't be edited and actually published mm. because it does so much and is such an adult version. Mm. It is so adult and it is so sad and it is so, I mean, I get it now. Like I was really like Dramine, Draco and Hermione. And then on Thanksgiving, after finishing Manacled, when Harry Potter came on, and, you know, there's always Harry Potter's holiday movies now. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. It's like, there's like a whole new Harry Potter. Yeah. Because of it. Mm. So. Yeah, Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. It is. (laughs) Didn't they come out at Christmas? I think they did. I think they were Christmas movies. So were Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings did. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why I connect them with the holidays. Yeah. Because I remember going to see Lord of the Rings on Christmas Day. Yeah. Return of the King came out 20 years ago this year. I remember it like it was yesterday. 2003. That was 20 years ago? Yep. How is that possible? I don't know. I had to set through the whole thing and I drank a giant Coke and I had to pee so bad. I I had to pee so bad. And trying not to pee myself at the very end. (laughs) I was like, that's the greatest movie ever. (laughs) That's the best movie ever. Those were just really good Oh, my God. Those were an experience. It is. They don't. That doesn't exist anymore. This doesn't happen anymore. Because Uh -uh. you wouldn't. Because now if they did that, I don't want to see it in a movie. I want to see it in a 10-hour show. Yeah. Nobody's going to put that kind of effort. Into a three-hour movie. A movie anymore. And in fact, in all honesty, wait, we did get a Lord of the Rings show. I was like, in all honesty, they'll probably do shows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, they did. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to, like, it's Harry Potter. They're redoing Harry Potter. And then it's going to be a show. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, when They're they get to. They're redoing Twilight, too. 
What? Nice. Nice. I'm ready for it. Bring that what? shit on. Bring it on. Bring uh-uh. it on. Should we read Twilight? Yeah. I think we should. I think we should read Twilight. I think we should I read Twilight. I have not re- reread Twilight I think it'll be time. hilarious. I think it'll be hysterical. With as many times as you guys tease me with Twilight. I mean, probably... Twilight comes, some of the, if it's one of the series that comes up in our just like everyday life, like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. I mean, yeah. I'm upset at the lack of vampires that we're getting in this Salawin is pretty close to a vampire, which is probably why I liked him so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, so He's you want to read more vampires? kind of an vampires? energy vampire. Yeah, we haven't done any vampires. We've not done any vampires? Is that true? That can't be Kate true. Kate and I did one vampire book, but it was before you got here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Serpent and the Wings of oh, Night. Serpent oh, Serpent and yeah. the Wings of Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we Sarah. haven't done any urban vampires. We've done high fantasy vampires. Like modern vampires? Yeah. Not high fan. We did a high fantasy vampire book where it's like everybody knows vampires exist. We didn't do like a Twilight ish. Yeah, let's do Twilight. <laughs> let's do that next year. Okay. We'll put it on the list. Yeah, put it on the list because now. I'm 40 now, so I can't. Wait. And we can read Midnight Sun, the one from Edward's point of view, which I think I don't ever think I read that. I keep seeing memes of how it's unintentionally ridiculous. Oh, really? Because Edward is such an over the top like drama queen. Wow. I think I read like a little so bit of noble. it and I was like, no. I told you, you, I, I have such an issue with that. I've been thinking about it a lot. My issue with the word noble. Mm. And it's because it is this thing that men more so put so much emphasis because it's this like thing to aspire to be. Yeah. Like you're a good dude. Yeah. Versus, like, you know, instead of just existing as a good person. I've heard it. Yeah. I've heard it as, like, mm-hmm. the glass floor. Like, we're all talking about the glass ceiling, but I want the glass floor. Like, I want to be celebrated because I got up today. I want to make a sandwich and everybody's so thankful and tells me I'm a great mother. Like, I don't want right. to have to. I don't want to have to break the ceiling. I want to be as good as a mediocre white man. Yeah. And everybody and tells me I'm a good person. And that's mm-hmm. what nobility and the word of noble, that yeah. is what it reminds me of. It's this like almost this like privilege of integrity that men and knights hold themselves to Mm -hmm. when in actuality it's just a bare minimum. Yeah. Being a nice person. Is just a bare minimum. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of being the rapist, like, you know, like the rapist and the murderers, I'm a noble guy. I'm a good dude. You know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you. So that's why I feel so much like, I don't know, because I remember when I first said it, you were like, what? What are you talking about? And now I've I keep rethinking it. Like, yeah. Yeah, why does the word that. noble? Because you'll hear like philosophers, the noble savage. Who came up with that? That's somebody. Mm, Darwin. I don't Is know. it? I no, I think it he's older. I think it's older. I think that's like an old idea. I want to say Aristotle. No, is it like Brave New World? <laughs> I don't know. Is it Huxley? Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just don't think, I don't like that word. I just don't, I think it's, yeah, it's just such a like fancy word to give to a man for doing the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. I guess it's from like 1672. Yeah. John Dryden. Okay. But just this idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, I've been thinking about it a lot. Why it, why it rubs me wrong. Yeah. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like I just want to be noble. Like, oh, like a good person? Yeah. Like the bare minimum of what people should be doing? Mm-hmm. You just want to like. And then you want everybody to be happy and, for you're you? Because you're so noble. Yeah. Because I, you know what I could be doing? <laughs> I could be raping and murdering people. And I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not. So, so I'm holding myself to such a. I want a gold a, star. A gold star, please. <laughs> I'm such a high standard. <laughs> I'm not a douchebag. You're welcome. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. I'm so noble. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am so excited about our next reads. Because next time we're doing, next month we'll be doing Fourth Wing and Iron Flame. And I just want to say, we are not a fan cast. And while I do love those books. Right. I do have a lot of issues with... I, I don't like them. If they've made it this far... Are you they serious? T- no. 
I didn't think so. Are you how far <laughs> I was into just trying not to be a fangirl? No, no, no. That's no, okay. You can girl. fangirl. I okay. love you. I, no, Look, Rachel I, has a role. Don't take my role. Yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm you're right. not, but I'm definitely not on the this is a perfect book. Yeah. For like, sure. I will that is how I feel about Crescent City. It's a perfect book. It to yeah. me. For me. And for my world and you what love it. I need for a book, Crescent City is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. It does everything. In fact, Crescent City is a book that I will, when I am measuring how much of a Kate book is this, I will look to that book mm-hmm. because it does everything I ever wanted and more. I'm glad you found that. Harry Thank Potter. you. That's Harry Potter for me. And that is Crescent City for me. I'm glad you me. found that. Earth Do you have blood. that? Yes, she does. It's called Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> I like Atlas Shrugged. Is Atlas Shrugged a perfect book? No. Um, Could a book be perfect? I have books that I like to reread that I could reread lots and lots of times. I like Sunshine by Robin McKinley. I think it's over here. Oh. So that's your okay. book? Yeah. It's what about it? Book. Okay, so what is <laughs> Like a, it's not a perfect book. What does a what does a great Rachel book this do? This one got rebranded as YA. It did? And it should not be YA. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. They're just trying to sell it. Why was it perfect? I don't know. There's no sex in it. There's one sex scene which really doesn't make sense. And I think she put it in there because she wanted to make it not YA. And it's like the only scene that Matt's ever read. He picked the book up and flipped to it. And he was like, what is that? And I was like, the dumbest sex scene ever. Why did you read that part? Oh, no. (laughs) Wow, his instincts just took him to the page. Yeah. I don't know. It's a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Okay. But the main characters are like a baker, just like a sweet, like everyday baker. And then like a vampire guy. And they don't get, it's not about getting together. Like they have chemistry, they're friends, but they don't have sexual chemistry. Okay, so what's the point of the book? <laughs> no, no, no. Know. Like I mean, like yeah. is it just like a a like a a look at two people's lives? Is it slice of life? Like not really. It's is that what of, it's called? I yes. love that you always know what things are called. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's like slice of life. A slice of life is what it's called when yeah, it's just when like, it's just characters and yeah. there's no plot. There's a plot, kind of. I guess it's sort of slice of life, just like her growing into somebody bigger than she was before and kind of accepting all the parts of herself that she hadn't even thought about in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like coming of age. I don't know. I, Cause Leah reads it too. Every once in a while she'll borrow it and read it. And she's like, why do we love this book so much? I'm like, I have a, no idea. I just really oh. like that book. I just thought of another book that I'm going to add to the list. What? I can't think of the name right now. You must have loved it. And I've read other yeah. Robin McKinley, and I don't like Robin McKinley's books. So I only just, like that book. Is there nostalgia associated with that book for I you? I don't think so. I don't know. If you were just like, you read Crescent City, and you were just like, I just love this book. Yeah. Everything that it does it is perfect for me. Yeah. But I came, yeah, and I and it took me a minute to get into it. But a- after rereading, <laughs> after my statistics, after rereading every one of these series, more than several times. That book for me is the one. And my favorite character of all of them is in it. But my favorite couple isn't. You know? Yeah. My yeah. favorite couple is probably Cassie and Anesta or Lead and Lorcan. Yeah. But, at, you know, Bryce and Hunt aren't my favorite. But there's the way the book works, mm-hmm. the, the thing the book yeah. does. Is my favorite. Yeah. It is a long book that does so much. And I think we talked about this last time where Sarah J. Mass really shines is when she has a couple of characters that she gets to just let mm-hmm. you live with. Yeah. That's her that is really where she you can tell like she is an extremely good writer when she's got like a couple of couples and some side characters. Yes. And once she starts trying to move armies around, it's okay. But it's not her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's something that she's still developing. Yeah. But this is a fully developed, grown-up-ass Sarah J. Mass. Yep. Another thing Doing is, what she does best. Mm-hmm. Doing what she does best. Also, Sarah J. Mass has been in therapy and healed. She is a healed person, and she tries to come at these characters with some emotional maturity and, yeah. like, understanding, like, this is a sick party girl, but mm-hmm. this is where we need to go. Yeah. Her relationships try and be healthy. Even though there's always a lot of drama because the stakes are so high. And that is not something that I think Rebecca Yaris does. And that is what I want to talk about next time. Can't wait. Yeah. I have a lot to say about it too. 
I don't think Rebecca Yaris has ever been in therapy. And I think it shows in some of her, the way that she portrays her character's relationships. It's She doesn't know how to scale up and down stakes. We didn't, yes. we didn't come to low stakes and then get to high stakes. We just went straight to death. Well, but, and that, and what's... Death, and we're, like, strangely okay with it. Yeah. The, the normalization of the high stakes, but it sometimes, sometimes it's sad, and other times it's like, meh. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. We're all about to die. Always. Let's eat this chocolate cake. Okay. I don't want you to feel sad. I will not be sad about it. Okay. I don't feel about these books the way I feel about Crescent City. Akatar. Akatar. Throne of Glass. Harry Potter. Ektar. Ektar. <laughs> Did I do it again? Yeah. Ektar. No, you didn't. I'm oh, okay. Ektar. Just... We have our in jokes. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Ektar. Yeah. Erdogan. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we hadn't wheezed all podcasts. I don't know. We started with the wheeze. Erdogan. <laughs> you don't know why that kid's wheezing. <laughs> It's otter land. Otter land. <laughs> I sent her the reel with the otters. Otter, otter land. land. Otter o- land. <laughs> otter land. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I've peed. <laughs> Woo. Hi, and my- on that note. <laughs> See ya. Until next time, friends. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Hi, it's I'm me. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I've been wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. To go over. Hello from. <laughs> How was that? Was that it? Did I hit it? Well, I'm, am I Adele? Am I pretty much Adele? <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's me. <laughs> oh, there we go. What did you do? Just plugged in the slot. Uh, slot four instead of slot three. Well, you're the one who plugged it in. Yeah, I, I got extension cords for the headphones. Are y'all fighting? <laughs> is this a fight? Is this a fight? Is this a faded mates fight? Is this a faded mates fight? Faded mates to the back. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. So it'll feel normal. <laughs> Make me feel better about my life. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Rach. I don't really want you to fight. Sorry at all. (laughs) The only one who read the book. Now I'm getting yelled at. I tried. Thank you for trying.